This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform, designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Are you a licensed real estate agent or broker? Download the Doors Open Connect on the Apple App Store today for free to join our growing network and community of licensed professionals and also to stand out at your next listing appointment by offering to maximize exposure to your seller's listing and even get reliable coverage on demand when you can't be there and or recruit agents under your brokerage by the new wave of lead generation software and even offer them instant paid opportunities that they could take advantage of. That's Doors Open Connect. Also be sure to follow us at Doors Open Connect on IG and at Doors Open Connect LLC on Facebook. Also sponsored by Wounded Warriors of Collier County. No veteran should be left behind. No handout, but a hand up. Also Dos Santos Law Insurance and Litigation. And Kimmy Curry of Salt and Light Media Group. Be sure to like, share, and follow. Hello, this is Deshaun Robinson with Doors Open Connect, and this is my co-host, Ricky Haas. How we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Doing great, man. Let's get this party started and dive into the meat and potatoes. And uh, we have some great guests today. Um, But before we get into all of that, let's, you know, it's been a moment since we've... uh, since we've done a podcast, what, three three weeks or so? Yeah, a couple weeks. A couple weeks. That was that uh, Broker's Open uh, that we were at, that yep. mansion. Um, that was crazy, that construction on that property. You know, Patrick went pending. Him and uh, Kara, Kara Heaslip, they went pending in like three days, I think. Yeah, after, real quick. After that Broker's Open. But that was quite an event. Doors Open Connect has been going great with the app. We've been getting a lot of people paid and... Uh, making a lot of connections. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, still plugging away at that. Uh, if you haven't downloaded it yet, folks, um, they can't believe it. It's free still. Um, and we've, you know, we had a girl that literally was on an airplane not too long ago and her clients wanted to see a property that was just posted. She was able to pay because she was connected to the Wi-Fi on the, on the airline. And, uh, she was able to pay 50 bucks for somebody who was in the area who just went and, uh, he did a, a live and they put in, um, a contract on that house and they are under contract and scheduled to close within the next couple of weeks here while she was in the air and that agent got paid 50 bucks not a bad airplane ride huh <laughs> not a bad airplane ride you know a party out in texas and uh, <coughs> she's going to be closing one of her first deals so that was uh, great to make that connection because i know she was in full-fledged panic mode and it's as easy as that posting it up on the on the app i mean we have we have what what's the alternative a big text thread, right? And you can post it up on the app quicker than you can find someone to cover it on a text thread. So it's it's so easy. Plus the accountability, you know, when somebody's checking in, when they're checking out, and uh, um, they're doing what they're saying they're going to do. So um, it's stress free, you know. Um, and we we've had had some more. So we've had so many success stories, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that on another episode. Let's dive in here. We have some great guests with us. We have Kimmy Curry of Salt and Light Media. Say hello, Kimmy. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. Alumni, DOC podcast alumni. I'm like the regular here now. (laughs) I know, actually, I think we're almost on a, we we must have passed the anniversary of our first episode with you. (laughs) Oh yeah, one year it was this month. Southwest Florida Real Producers, Uh Andrew Regnard, when he first uh, launched, so that's been exciting. And uh, fortunate for us, we have with us Mr. Diego Gill Jr. as well. Um, Just to give you a little background on him, he's not only vice president of Wounded Warriors in Collier County, but he's also a U.S. Navy veteran and Ave Law class of 2019 uh, alumni. Diego Diego was the former president of Ave Law's Veteran Law Student Association and now the vice president of Wounded Warriors of Collier County, whose mission is to assist with the needs of veterans and their families with the focus on education, housing, and mental health. Wounded Warriors of Collier County vision is to see that no veteran is left behind in Collier County. And Diego's background prior to law school was for small business growth development and sales. Upon passing the Florida bar, Diego has worked uh, for Florida's Department of Children and Families as family prosecutor. And as of December 2020, um, opened Dos Santos Law, PA, which has offices in Miami and Fort Myers, practicing in insurance litigation and first-party plaintiff matters. So welcome, Diego. Thank you so much. It was quite uh, quite a background. 
See, if I would have known Kimmy was going to give you the long bio, we, we would have shortened that drastically. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Take a sip, relax. Um, thank well, you I for having like me on. I feel like that's the short version, right? No, there. no, I feel no. Like no you've that, accomplished that's, a lot. That, that, that's a good version. That's yeah. the, we could have condensed it some more. I was just telling her right now about that. <laughs> that's all right, man. We, we want to share with our listeners, you know, your accomplishments. Obviously, um, there's a lot more that goes into a lot of detail. And the fact is, you're now here um, and you're, you're here to help people, especially the veterans of um, Collier County. And you know, any, anywhere you can help. So thank you so much for coming and joining with us today. And, um, you know, we've been trying to get you on for a little bit and we're excited about this. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, you, if we, we were just talking outside before where we met and, and where our backgrounds go and where it was actually the first time, but, um, Kimmy allowed for all this to happen and I'm grateful for that. So let, let's have a good time. Let's have a good podcast. It's uh let's talk everything, right? Let's Absolutely. do it. Let's do it. So start with a little bit of your background. I mean, I know I went over it in a nutshell, but if you can tell us, and by the way, thank you so much for your service. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, born and raised in Jersey. I love New Jersey. It's, it's uh, kind of where I lay my hat at the end of the day. I'm from Elizabeth. Um, I can't say anything about it. It's crazy. Everything you see in the movies, I guess it's all there. Um, shortly after 9-11, a lot of friends being so close to New York City. I ended up going into the military. Did five years military police. Did two deployments to Guantanamo, part of the Taney Operations and Joint Task Force. Ended up getting out. Um, came to Florida. Always loved Florida, man. Just couldn't get away from the sand and the sun. Um, did undergrad down here, went back to Jersey for some work, came back down, did law school. And then that whole process, you know, just, just worked and, and understood the process. I have, um, three boys. I got a big family, I got family in Miami. I got family out here. Brother-in-law is a mortgage broker. My sister's a real estate agent. My other sister's a graphic designer. And, um, I'll put my hands wherever I can get money out of it at the end of the day. And as far as for my veterans, it's something that I, I hold near and dear to the heart. Um, I got linked up with Wounded Warriors of Collier County when I was in law school my, my second year, and it has been an amazing organization, um, eye-opening, heartfelt. Everything that they do for the veterans right here in Collier County is just breathtaking at the end of the day. So I applaud them and hats off to them to allow me to, you know, one, join their, their board and also, two, to have the faith and the courage to see me that as their, their VP right now and, and understand where we're trying to take to this organization going forward the next couple of years and, and the movements that we're making. Awesome. And I understand that we're in the 10 year anniversary of, of Wounded Warriors. Yeah, this is our, our 10 years. So we first started off as a, a regular nonprofit organization. They would just do golf tournaments and all that money that they would raise. I mean, we have beautiful golf courses down here. They would send it up to the national chapter and that's kind of what they did for a while. And then um, as time progressed, they realized that their donors and, and the donors out here wanted more of an affiliation of what's really going on like where is that money going what are we doing for our veterans they wanted to keep more of that that money here i would like to pride not so much myself but pride the president and the organization as a whole right now we're roughly around 96 percent of all donations that we get stay right here inside collier county awesome. um so th where they gravitated to in a sense uh starting 10 years ago to where we're at right now we have two houses we're going on our third house uh, the educational benefits, the mental health that we're doing, everything that we're doing for veterans in Collier County, I, I would like to say it, it's just amazing on, on their push. Right. And I, I, I see here that, you know, I want to educate uh, folks, especially myself. I had questions, you know, some of this stuff, some of these numbers are eye-opening. I saw a video and um, it looks like, uh, you know, 1.4 million veterans are at risk of becoming homeless uh, due to poverty, dismal living conditions, um, and lack of support uh, networks. Um, another number here that sticks out: 50,000 homeless veterans sleeping uh, on our streets in Americans uh, of America, and then nine out of ten are women. Um, you know, these are folks that went out, fought for our country, provided, you know, went, did the the selfless acts that they did to. Uh, and they come back and they don't have that support. So I think that this is really big what you guys are doing. And then I see this number sticks out here, 45 homeless veterans in Collier County. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of sad, but it, obviously you guys are doing great here. It looks like with the start of the alpha house, um, you know, it looks like January 15th of 2020, you guys started that. Yeah. So uh, a little correction, nine out of 10 are, are men, are men, not so much women. Oh, did I they, say women? It, it's yeah. all good. <laughs> and also that, that 45 number, that 45 number was from our point in time count in 2020. Mm. This year we did it again in January. We're right at 75. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but that's wow. just Collier County. We're, we're not talking Lee everywhere County. else in Florida. We're not talking Lee, Hendry, 
I mean, God forbid, we could look at Miami, Tampa, Orlando, look at over there. So if we went from 45, what we counted last year, we're at 75 this year. Wow. We only have two houses. We just opened up Bravo House probably about less than a month ago. We got two veterans in there right now. That's long-term supportive housing, different than our Alpha House. Our Alpha House is transitional housing. So we deal with St. Matthew's House. We deal with David Lawrence Center. We deal with Veterans Treatment Court. A lot of these veterans, they're homeless. They live in Collier County. They have either substance abuse issues, mental health. Um, and we provide the services, right, to put them back where they need to be at the end of the day. It's not a, it's not a handout. It's, a hand, it's, not, it's not a handout. It's a hand up. Um, and the way that we look at it, right, when we're looking at veterans in this county, right, one, they're Collier County veterans, or they're Collier County citizens, residents, and they're also veterans the reason behind it right you cannot if you're homeless at the end of the day you cannot address any other means or uh, problems or issues that you're dealing with unless you're dealing with one housing and two shelter right like, so shelter food housing those things have to be met first before you can even start addressing mental health before you can address education before you can even become just understand yourself as a human being right that's Maslow's theory of hierarchy if you ever know it's a pyramid it's the, it's the last three it's it's the bottom two bottom three that you have to focus on so by providing this and that's what we did with our alpha house that we opened last year we've seen our veterans be able to reintegrate back into society right so we provide the housing we provide the food we get them the mental health they have weekly meetings on saturdays we're doing everything in place so that way now we're getting veterans that are going back to school we're getting veterans that are staying within our society probably, or within our house, maybe less than a year and going back out full time jobs, have their own place. And this is what it is, because at the end of the day, um, nothing against the service. I, I, I love the service. I love all branches. I love my service. I love my time. They never taught us to be civilians again. We were always taught to be military. We were always taught to fight for our country, put others first before us. But when our, our contracts on end or we retire, we never know how to reintegrate back. So a lot of times we carry those invisible wounds of war and it hurts us. And, and because we can't associate back with society, sometimes we fall into those cracks. So that's kind of what we're here to do. We're here to try to fill that void, help that void, get those veterans back on the feet um, where they need to go. You know, they, they ultimately paid the ultimate sacrifice. I like to say they wrote the blank check. And from there, this is, you know, this is where wounded warriors of Collier County steps in. Can I ask you, um, you know, what were some of the challenges because you're, you're a veteran as well. So what were some of the challenges you saw that you had to kind of overcome coming back to becoming a civil? What did you, was it staying busy? Um, what was, what was one thing that you had to do for yourself to get, uh, you know, to avoid being in a situation similar to this one? I, I struggle with that every day. So I'm, I'm 50%, uh, I have 50% disability. I have 50% PTSD. Uh, even though Kimmy laughs, she's like, how can you have PTSD and you're a DJ, right? Or how can you, you know, you do this and yet you're outspoken and, and you're able to do these, these scenarios. So a lot of times it's, it's a mental game, right? I, I play mental games with myself every day. Um, I got out probably December of 07, right around Christmas time. I remember getting it out and it's, it's something probably my ex-wife could tell you vividly. I remember being home around Christmas. You figured I'd be excited kids. I was like, this isn't home. You know, this, this, my home is with, with my brothers. My home is with my sister. So a lot of that was letting, understanding that there is a next chapter, right? There's always mm -hmm. a next chapter in our life. At the end of the day, we have to know when to turn to pages. We have to know that, okay, this chapter finished. What's the next chapter. But I think it's all veterans. We all struggle with something. We all have some type of kinship towards one another. So if you see veterans together, understand that that's probably a great conversation that they're having right there that a lot of people don't know about. But when you have one veteran that's isolated it's hard it, it's hard because we're set on certain rules and structure so taking those rules and those barriers and those structures out of the way and saying hey it's a free playing field um it, it makes it difficult to come back into it not just that I, i'm not going to say no I, I think um the military is big on drinking um and, and that's that's just that's just the way you deal with loneliness and you deal with separating away from your family and so it, it's, it takes time. It takes talking, right? It takes understanding yourself and understanding other people and realizing that, you know, you're going to get through this. You're going to keep pushing, but some people can't deal with that. You know, some people, that, that's difficult on them. Man, thank you for sharing that. And um, I understand that you guys um, are also uh, opening, is it the Charlie's, Charlie House? Yeah, that, that's our goal right now. So we, we just did, uh, we did Alpha last year. We did Bravo this year. We thought the pandemic was going to slow us down, but honestly, we're, we're on track. We're, we're on track everywhere we wanted to go. 
um, and the moves that we're making, we're showing our donors here, right? And, and our donors, I would like to say, are the residents, are the businesses, or the people, the philanthropy in Collier County are, are pushing us. And that's what's beautiful. This is not big money. We're, we're talking any little bit helps, and, and they, they stand by our call. So right now we're working. We're, we're trying to figure out how Charlie House is going to evolve and look it, it takes a lot of effort right when, when you're going into a house gentlemen you, you you you're in the right field right so we, we deal with realtors we deal with mortgage guys we're trying to find the right property it has to be the right location it has to be the right price point at the same time so doing that also finding the funding putting everything in place using a wonderful person like miss kimmy on my side to do the marketing and and get everything going it, it takes a lot out of a board um i, I prize and, and and tout our president mr dave mullen um he dale mullen excuse me he'll kill me for that um uh, <laughs> <laughs> he he does he does amazing work and 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 you guys you meet him and you talk to him that man's hungry you know so it, it sometimes we have to scale this out we, we would like charlie house to be so i think we would like charlie house to be something bigger hold more veterans you figure out alpha house right now we're current in currently in litigation with the city of naples due to um fair housing act and uh ada accommodations that we we're trying to get lifted within there and then our Bravo house can house up to three veterans. But even if we're looking at two houses, that's only 10 veterans. I'm still at 75 veterans in this county. So Yeah. And it sounds like they put up a roadblock, right, with the uh, the last vote. They don't want an eighth person living in the in the house. Or is, is that what? Yeah. So they, what we were trying to do was seven veterans and a house manager for a total of eight. The house can fit it. You guys ever want to come down? I'll show it to you. There's tons of space in there. It's a four, be it's a four bedroom, five bedroom. Everything's fully furnished. This thing looks like a beautiful house. It's not what people probably are assuming halfway houses or this or that. It's not. This is a beautiful home. I would live in it myself with my kids. So we originally wanted the city of Naples has their their local ordinances, only four unrelated um, people can live in one house, anything aside from that. And then you have to do some type of a variance through the, the, the county, through the city. So that way they could get approved. We asked for the reasonable accommodation, which is saying because we're veterans and these veterans have um, a disability, right? Being the substance abuse or the alcoholism, it's a classified um, disability. Therefore, we fall under the ADA or we fall under reasonable accommodation and fair housing. So they, they put up different barriers along the way that made it difficult for us. And we were even probably looking at compromising with them. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the city of Naples said no. And unfortunately, like anything else, myself being an attorney and other attorneys that we spoke to on the matter, we, we feel that we have strong grounds to to pursue this matter. And that's where we're at. And, you know, we're in litigation right now. We'll see where it goes. Abs absolutely. I mean, these, you know, you look at basketball players, football players, those aren't heroes. The heroes are the people that serve this country. I mean, I have multiple family members that serve this country and those are heroes. So the fact that Collier County would say no to something like that, or any county in that matter. Well, I, um, I have a you know, question. it's shocking. I have I, a question. Uh, sorry to interrupt, uh, Rick, but that you you kept saying the the city of Naples is Collier wrapped into that. Like, if you go outside of the city of Naples, is, do they have the same? So you you so a lot of people don't know that. So city of Naples is really small square footage wise as far as what yeah. they cover. That that's really their domain, right? So it it's kind of everything that's beachfront up into. I, I would hate to be logistics, but they, they just have a small waterfront. So if you're within that, then your city of Naples, anything outside of that goes into the city, uh, goes into Collier County. Collier County allows you to do six people unrelated into a home, which would be great, right? Like, But then you, you go into this whole battle. Why didn't you just find a house in Collier County? You could have done six. And the thing is, you can't control the future, right? Hindsight is twenty twenty. at the end of the day. This house, this alpha house fell to us at a perfect time. I mean, opportune time. One, it's in the East River District, right? Centrally located. Puts veterans closer to the courthouse in case they have to do court matters. Put them close to St. Matthew's, Matthew's House. Yeah. Puts them close to tr public transportation. Tell me if you're going to find public transportation out in Golden Gate. No. No, right? Okay. Two, with it being in the East River District, it's also the park. I think it's called... Um, you're not talking about the uh, the food truck. Park. No, 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 no. That's that's a uh, celebration park. Celebration park. Good food, by the way. That's the plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, the name escapes me, but it was uh, Mr. Anthony, right? So, uh, Mr. Anthony, the, the name, the park was named after him. He died in Vietnam. What? So, to us, we're seeing like the stars align. House that can fit six, six to eight veterans, perfect. Two, centrally located, perfect. Three, it's in the East River District, right next to the park that was named after a veteran, you know, that died in Vietnam. 
perfect. So to us, we're like, man, it's it's checking off all the boxes. This yep. this is godsend at the end of the day. Um, but hey, you, you take everything and, and you at the end of the day, you, you just move with it and you just go and you, and you figure it out. Like I said, it's, it's another chapter. We'll figure it out and we keep moving. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, how how can people uh, help in any way? Like to help either in that manner or yeah. you know, how do they reach out? Do they? Well, so the best way to reach out, we have our website, right? So it's www.collier.org. Um, on there, there's you can there's a donate button. We have events coming up. So we have two big events that we, we tout ourselves every year. We have our golf event. So if, if there's golfers out there, I mean, this is Collier County, Naples. There's golfers everywhere. Everybody Absolutely. Has, <laughs> the clubs are in the trunk at the end of the day. And then we have a dinner gala. It's all right around um, Veterans Day weekend. So that last week of October going into that second week of November. Also, donations are a big thing. We're always looking for donations. And mind you, like I said before, 96% of that stays right here. It's going towards mental health. It's going towards education. It's going towards housing. At the end of the day, what we're doing is we're qualifying, making sure that these are residents of Collier County and their veterans. We're not taking people from Lee County. We're not taking people from other counties. We're specific to this county because at the end of the day, we have to take care of home. Mm-hmm. I can't, we can't take care of everybody else. And, right. and, and it's a sad thing to say. It's not saying we're closing our door. We'll do our best to find them those needs outside of there. But at the end of the need, we have to we have to help here. We have to help our back. It's sort of the whole airplane mask thing. You know, put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone else out. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, not only that, you get, if once you find a kind of a formula that works and by the way, Naples is a tough code to crack. I mean, we <laughs> you know, it's a different it's a it's an old man's game. So um, being able to find a formula that works here you'll be able to, you know, help get it to somebody else in Lee County or maybe somewhere else where it might work even better. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and I think you, you spoke about something earlier, the, uh, the video you were talking about, Kimmy is uh, amazing with that. What salt and light media did as far as helping us get our, um, it, it's, it's our, um, it's our capital campaign video. It's probably going to get released pretty soon. We're, we're just uh, finding, finalizing some small things on it to make sure that, that we're good to go. But at the end of the day, it's, it's donors. It's getting the word out there, right? There's a lot of veterans that we don't touch because they may be veterans and they don't know that we're here. Or maybe they're veterans and don't realize that we're here. We love all veterans. At the end of the day, we're, we can use volunteers that are veterans. We can use mentors. You name it, we'll take it. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to get to that, that patient zero, that, that homelessness zero, veteran zero at the end of the day. Is it possible? No. But if you address the needs appropriately then we can get there with whether with housing, with support, with the right networks in place. And that way our county can kind of be at that functional zero type point. What's uh, what's the job situation look like for, um, you know, veterans that keeping maybe keeping them busy? Some of them maybe just what's the placement like here in Collier County? I'm, I'm well up. Yeah, no, no. So a perfect example. One of our guys, Mitch, uh, we partnered up with Homeless and Hunger and Homeless Coalition. He's actually working for them now. What they used to do is that's that that's your thing. Go get food, go get clothes, go find the homeless people, get it to them. He is and he used to live in the woods right here in Collier County. He is their driver. He's their number one guy. He finds who he needs to find. He finds he gets them the things that they need to do. And that that if you ever get to read his story, I know Kimmy could attest to it and part of her side. This man's amazing as far as what he did, us finding him in the woods, bringing him into the house and how quickly putting the right pieces in place brought him back out. And he's doing the same thing now. He's looking for the veterans. He's bringing them in. He's getting them what they need. But as far as work, listen, it, it, we're, we're all we all shake hands. We rub elbows. I mean, you know, somebody I know somebody will do it right. Maybe they want to go back to school. Maybe they, they need to do vocational classes. We'll find the job for them. And that's part of it with them living in our transitional house, our alpha house. They have to have full time jobs. Okay. And we help we help put them in place. It's not like they're living there for free. Like, oh, this is a vacation. Right. Because there's always a honeymoon phase. Everybody's going to love it for three months. And then what? You address those bottom needs. And now you have to start working on other stuff. Go to school. Go to work. Let's work on the mental health. Let's talk to a case manager. Let's let's keep moving that that chapter. Right. Let, let's keep filling up these pages. Let's get on to the next um, the next level. So that's extra frustrating then to know that that you know you you you're putting all the right places uh, pieces in in place. You're helping get these folks off the street. You're getting them in a living situation. You're educating them. You're getting them the help they need. You're getting them their jobs, and yet you still can't allow more people to live in the house for 
whatever. Just I'm I'm assuming Naples seems to think that uh, they're just sitting in there, um, and they're going to be a nuisance and a, and a problem. For so what's the ne- what's the next step with the city? Because you know you said you, you you're a lawyer and you have other loyal pe- lawyer people. So like what what's the next step? I mean, is this something you take to another vote again? No, honestly, we're we're in litigation right now. We're in federal court, so uh, oh okay, I see. So we're we're in the district court. It, it goes to them. I mean, we we filed our complaint. Like I said, I'm, I'm limited on what I can speak in the right, sense right. because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, in absolutely. litigation. But just hypothetically speaking, if this was anywhere else, it's it's going in front of a judge, right? So the judge is going to look at the yeah. law, right, and he's going to say, "Well, what's your argument?" You know, city, you know, wounded warriors. What's your argument or company or whatever? What's your argument against this law? He's going to do his history right so you kind of have to like go up the ladder from there yeah so they, they can go to the district we can win or we can lose at districts right and then if anything then depending on what that outcome or what the judge's ruling is we can appeal it right to the appeals court mm-hmm. and you you can keep going i don't think it's going to go that far because what happens it gets costly right attorneys yeah <laughs> attorneys I, i'm not gonna say they all make good money but once you start getting into federal court, you start getting into appeals court, those those boys got money up there. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it would only be a matter of time before a judge would be like, come on, really? We're, it's we're a, talking about this? It, like, help exactly. help them out. What are, you, what, are you, what are we talking about? You just put it, you push it around until you find a, a, a federal judge that's uh, a veteran. Yeah. Well, as soon as you find one of those, he's going to say, okay. Let, let's now talk, we're going to do 10. Yeah, but let, let's, talk a, <laughs> let, let's talk a real thing. This is Collier County, Naples, right? Yeah, There's no affordable housing, brothers. No. Find me a house for hundred grand. Come on, you guys are realtors. You guys are brokers. Find me a house for hundred grand. I mean, I could get you a shed from Lowe's and build that. <laughs> that's about that's about it you'll get in Collier County. Hey, but that. wait a minute. What if what if what if you got with some builders um, that uh, that understand and and you know they want to do some pro bono work? Um, you just you pay for a lot and then they they kind of help put it up for you and. All right, so here's the plug. Find me an engineer that wants to write plans. Find me a builder that wants to talk business and, and figure out how to do what we're looking for at the right price point, right? Because everything everything has a value, and we can look at where it is, right? So you need the engineer. You need the guy that knows codes and knows city code enforcement. A little background to myself. Prior to all this, I used to do um, commercial fire safety, so I ended up learning the whole fire code in, in, in a crazy. So it, it, it's a building block, right? So what are we looking for? Right at the end of the day, what's Charlie House gonna look like? Where's the builder? Where's the construction guy? Where's maybe you know maybe I need a mortgage guy? Maybe we're, we're, what's the loan gonna look like? What's this whole value gonna look like? Can we get it something for cheaper? Or can we get some pro? Well, no, can we get some reduced um, cost into it to make this a viable operation? That's technically what Charlie House should look like, right? We're, we're talking logistical numbers at mm-hmm. the end of the day. We went from 45 to 75. That's almost a 50% increase in homelessness in just two years on what we counted. We know that Alpha House can only house four people right now, right? We know it can fit eight. We know Bravo House, which is more long-term supportive housing for our older veterans, can only do three. We're not even, we're not chipping the iceberg right now. We're, we're, we're getting nowhere. So mm-hmm. Charlie House, in an essence, should kind of do more of a, a multi-use, multi um facility but that does that requires requires excuse me not acquires it requires it requires the help of our citizens right of our residents i know there's i know there's builders out there i know there's engineers out there mm-hmm. well let's, let's talk well we, we get to talk i have a few people i could talk to well well there's, that's the thing too you know there's a lot of folks out there that like to flash but you, at the end of the day it's a write-off you know so maybe you get some of these folks to leverage some of you know you you bring them a, a business plan and and kind of say well look if you do this and you get a couple other people to take some of that weight off um involved and then it's it's kind of like a write-off at, at the end of the day for depending on or a loss even. hey we're, we're a full function in 501c3 hmm. we are we are an official nonprofit, so it's just like donations you hit yep. that market it becomes a write-off yep. and not that the not that i'm asking you know those that assist like oh let's do it right that's part of it ultimately there's a mission here right yeah mm-hmm. I, absolutely there, there's a mission and that's kind of what we can say oh i'm a le- I, I i'm left i'm right i'm sorry no at the end of the day it's not left right this or that at, at the end of the day what's the mission it's the middle right like it's our veterans right mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me anything else like if you're here then let's let's do something you have something that that can help us or need or, or some way to to support that cause 
this is where it's at. Put the mo- you know, put your money where your mouth is. Exactly. Or vice versa. I think I said it. I was just you know brainstorming, I'm just thinking through it, and I know I'm sure you thought of a million different ways, oh. uh, uh, you know, trying to trying to figure it out. But for our listeners out there, you know, if any of this made your ears stand up, you know, we we could use the help here and uh, obviously we have a, a problem that needs addressing and it's a it's an a, it's an emotional one and it's a you know you got to do the right thing and if you can get something out of it um, whether it's gratification or just helping those out there in need um, that were there for us uh, you know and helped us maintain our freedom and what we have here um, in southwest florida then uh, you know jump on board you know reach out to these guys because this is a this is an important mission um, and I'm sure we can work something out. You know, we've got a lot of real estate ag- agents that listen to this. Um, you know, GCs, we've had general contractors on here, um, brokers. Um, so if you guys can think of anything, we greatly appreciate, um, any input, uh, definitely reach out to, to Gil here. So, um, salt and light media group. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so Kimmy's been sitting over there quiet in the corner she's like, eh. But, she, you know, Kenny pulls so many strings in the background. We were just talking about it before we got on air here about how I don't know how she is able to do what she does and balance everything out. I mean, with social media, Instagram, um, you know, she's working on so many different projects uh, with so many different people. Um, I don't know when you sleep. You know, I'll be up at three o'clock in the morning and then all of a sudden I'll see a post from Salt and Light Media Group or real producers i gotta figure out what coffee she's drinking <laughs> it's you guys ever try her her non-gluten-free non-carb uh like biscuits or chocolate chip cookies that she makes not yet that's what it does it i'm telling you she hasn't it's, brought it in i'll have to bring you some now. do you give that to patrick too because that guy's up at three or four o'clock in the morning doing the same thing <laughs> that's what it is he's a client of mine so he just kind of shared the wealth there like, keeping man him i wake up i wake up at <laughs> six and i'm groggy until i get out of bed you know Oh, what keeps me up is anxiety. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my blood type, anxiety. So so <laughs> let's define for our audience a little bit more about Salt and Light Media Group and what it is that you do and what you can offer um, as the media group. Yeah, so Salt and Light Media, is a, we're a full-service digital marketing agency, and some people get confused by that, um, but an agency is all-encompassing. So that means we do literally anything that you need done um, media-wise. So that also includes public relations, that includes videography, photography, script writing, um, that includes um, Instagram ads, we geofencing, we do artificial intelligence. A lot of people don't realize that I'm partnered with the USA Today Network, um, and that's why I get so much done. <laughs> So we're partnered with Gannett, and Gannett is the largest marketing um, agency in the world. Um, So um, that's kind of who I get assistance from. So I am kind of the person, I'm the rainmaker. I bring in all of the clients, and then they help me, you know, delegate the tasks, and that's how I can get a lot lot done. but at the end of the day, it is. It's a big job. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. Um, but if it's something that that means a lot to me, I make sure I make time for it for sure. That's that's awesome. That's quite a bit. The um, one thing I didn't realize, and you know, shame on me, but <laughs> you're able to generate leads for real estate agents. I am. Yes. So how does that work? Um, well, I can't give you all my secrets, or then you wouldn't need me. Right. um so a lot of and and i'm a boutique agency so i have to be careful i can only take on a certain number of brokerages and real estate agencies um because we can't have crossover um we have to sign you know ndas i have to make sure that what i do for one brokerage is not the same as what we do for the next brokerage so that means i can't take on um a lot of them so um once you're locked in you're golden, but only I can only take on about five, um, and we're kind of getting at that at that max point now. But what we can do is we design your ads for you. We do all your copywriting for you. We have full production days where I bring in my photography team and my videography team. Um, I work a lot with Cora Film. Um, plug there for Kobe. Um, and we do full production days. So we'll film most of your content in one day, but it'll be spread out over three months. 
Um, it cuts down on costs that way. And it also, um, my account executive can then take that footage and create a ton of content with that. Um, so we do that as well for, for brokerages. And then we can do what's called geofencing. We can do retargeting. Um, and a lot of people don't, you think you put some money into boosting your post on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and you're doing marketing and, and it's doing absolutely nothing for you, but wasting your money. Um, nobody's seeing that. Uh, you need a high level agency who can basically look at your keywords, your, your, um, where your traffic's coming in from. We analyze that and we change it every single hour based on what's working and what's not. Ah, um, so I think I found the people that whenever I think about, I need to buy a new vacuum and all of a sudden I go on <laughs> Facebook and I see new vacuums pop absolutely, up. I'm like, got me, I'm buying it. I see posts all the time on Facebook that make me die laughing. Um, I was talking about this TV or this vacuum and, and the next thing I know I see ads and the government's watching me and I'm like, no, but your local businesses are. No, that's Kimmy. That's Kimmy watching you. Kimmy knows what you do. Well, and then the same person will be posting about shop local, help local, but you're complaining about all these retargeting ads. It's not the government, sweetheart. That's your local businessmen yep. and your local shops putting money into ad spend so that they can retarget you and you sign up for it. As soon as you click on an ad, you've become a target. And so now you're going to get retargeted with all of their other ads that they put out as well. Um, so that's kind of retargeting. But then you also have geofencing, which a lot of people are not using. They don't even know that you can do this. Um, but you can absolutely anywhere in the world put a digital fence around anything you want and then when somebody walks into that building it pings their ip they see your ad for up to 30 days eight times a day Ooh. Mm -hmm. that's great so if you want to target market your audience i mean you can do this within communities you can do this within um, buildings you can do this if you want to hit um, your snowbirds or your second home buyers up in Michigan or in Canada. I mean, even while it's, you know, off season here and your buyers are in Canada, you can still target them while they're at home. So by the time they come back, they're ready to buy. So, I mean, there's a lot that you can do. Um, we also do full CRMs in the back in the back end where you can see what your money is doing and where it's going. Um, you have it's full. My agency is full transparency, so you can look at the back end and you can see exactly where your money is going and how we're spending it. And then we do um, two big calls uh, a month to explain to you what we're doing with it and why. Um, so it's it's um, it's a pretty it's a pretty big undertaking. Um, so that's why I brought in the big guns, but we get it done. Awesome. So so. Facebook, Instagram. I have people ask me all the time, what's the difference of marketing on Facebook versus Instagram? Depends on your business. Depends on who your target audiences are, your audience profiles. Um, we do about 40 hours of research before we bring on and onboard a client before we even start to set up what your ads will look like and what platforms they will go on. Um, if you are in construction, you might be even more well-suited on Pinterest um, but you might even be uh, YouTube. We do ads on YouTube. Um, Hulu. When you're watching the, when you're watching your show on Hulu and you get angry because it interrupts your your movie, you they force you to watch an ad. Well, that's us. Okay. <laughs> so that anyway, that is all uh, different types of marketing that that you can do, and it's going to depend on your audience. So once we do the the research and we do the audience profiles. Um, and we spit out exactly what your audience should look like or what you, um, and we also research your competitors. We see how they're doing. I can even go so, so far back as to look at what your competitors did five years ago, and I can track them all the way up to today and see what worked for them, and you can take that and you can mimic it, and so you don't have to start from scratch. I mean, so there's a lot that you can do um, when you have the right team. And then once we see that and what's working for them, that's how we dictate what you're going to do, either Facebook. So the older crowd is usually on Facebook, okay. and your younger audience is going to mainly be on Instagram. Um, your older crowd is also does a little bit more traditional, so that's like your direct mailers, your newspapers, your publications. Um, but a lot is going more digital and doing like more email campaigns now, so you have to really do your research before you can decide. What, what about TikTok? TikTok, um, you can't do a lot of ads on TikTok, right. um, but you can 
create content that you can use for ads over on Instagram. Reels are a big thing right now. Um, so yeah, how long before they make us watch that entire commercial? Because right now you can swipe left on the reels, but they pop up with a commercial, then you can swipe left and it'll go away. That just, honestly, that all just depends on algorithm changes in Google terms and conditions when they change. Uh, big changes coming this year where they're trying to block um, small businesses from doing any type of retargeting, and that's going to ruin small business. Um, so the good thing um, for you guys is I am on the um, the, National, the National Federation for Advertising uh, Board, so I am one of the voices for advertising law in the state of Florida now. So when things like this happen, we advertisers will step up to the plate and we fight that so that they can't do that. Um, and we, we go and we, and we meet with, you know, um, legislators and uh, up in Tallahassee. And when right now they just went through a big session, they just wrapped their, they were supposed to wrap up their session, but they're continuing because uh, nobody can agree on anything in government. Mm -hmm. So, um, and from that, we help with the policies and the litigation of that. So. Wow. It's a good federation to be a part of, huh? Yes, yes. They vetted me, which was pretty surprising. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, it was pretty surprising. I said, I guess I'm doing all right, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how, how did the algorithms work exactly? Not, not, not that I need you to go into depth because your people will probably, their heads will blow off. Um, now, are likes, does that change the algorithm versus comments? What changes the algorithm for you? A lot What's of a people, quick tip? A lot of people worry about likes and nobody cares. Nobody cares about likes. Um, so engagement rates are a big deal. Are you communicating with the people um, that are commenting? Or even if it's somebody that's, you know, I sent you a DM. Do you want to collab? I get like 20 of those anytime oh, I post God, a picture. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's no, I'll still comment no. Or, you know, bye, Felicia. I mean, you have to put something yeah. on there so that you get that engagement. But honestly, right now, the biggest thing to get you more engagement is you need to provide something that somebody wants to save. So the little save um, icon on mm -hmm. the right-hand mm -hmm. side, you need to make sure that your content is valuable enough for they actually want to save that. Um, and also longer um, content, like what you're posting as your, you know, your um, motivational speech. Mm. You need to make sure it's three to four paragraphs long because the longer somebody stays on your post and reads it, and you know why I post those five paragraph long motivational speeches on my now. <laughs> oh, starting to get it. Yeah. Starting to understand. Longer, you know, with the bikini picture, you know, they post it like it has anything to do with it, but it, that's because they just want you to read it longer. I gotcha. Um, I don't post those, but a lot of people do. She was so uh, bright in the moon. <laughs> I always love that. And she's, I just read the content. That's all. Exactly. So the longer that you're on it, that changes the algorithm? Changes it, yeah. Really? So you want people to stay on your content. That means they're engaged. That means Instagram now realizes that they are interested in your content. And then you will, you know, you'll you'll raise that. But the algorithm changes all the time. And our job as an agency is, is to stay um, up on that. Also, a lot of people post their stories and they think that that's helpful. And it's not because that is your audience that you already have. And you yeah. want a bigger audience. So Reels are the way to go now. So if you want to post, you need to post more reels because that reaches. Because you've noticed you'll get like 3,000 views on a reel when you didn't even do anything but do a little dance, you know, and post it. Um, that's because it, it populates on the search tab and so people can um, see that and they okay, find it. Okay, I see. Now, um, you talked a little bit earlier about, you know, the older crowds with mail outs and that kind of stuff. Is that Do you see that stuff dying out eventually in the future or still being a thing? No, it won't die out. Um, it, it is a lot more digital now, but because of the older audience, it, it may eventually as our, you know, our millennials, you know, get older and older, um, it may because digital is kind of how they grew up. Um, for the most part, I was kind of on the teeter-totter where I still had a beeper. Yeah. But you know, then we got into the new age of digital. Um, but as, I miss beepers. Those were sweet. I know, right? Call home where they would type in. You know, when you upside yep. down, it said something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think eventually it'll get more digital, but I don't think it'll ever um, die all the way out. Not for a while um, because, you know, the older generation, they, they like to know. They also like to know that you're spending money trying to connect with them. And when you send out mailers, um, it actually costs a lot more money than ad spend. And 
a lot of people appreciate that. They know that you put the time in to send it to them. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about a piece of advice for a, let's just say uh, Southwest Florida app startup for real estate agents to download? Well, um, Don't make go sure, too hard. <laughs> make sure I actually just partnered with your local app developer um, because they don't have marketing launches and that's a big problem. You can create an ad or you can create an app, but if you don't have a marketing strategy around that app, nobody knows and nobody mm-hmm. cares. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and app developers don't do marketing. So they can create a landing page for you to talk about your app, but they don't know how to market it. Um, so I just partnered with the local one here to kind of now that they when they get clients that come on and they develop a new app, then they transfer them to me and then we can build them a strategy on how to release that application. Um, but a lot of it goes into ad spend you, to get the message out there. It goes into, you know, marketing strategies. People don't realize is 75 page documents. So when we do strategy for you, this is intense. This is, this is all the way down to who you're going to try to get your connections in the press. We find the exact person you need in the press and you have to pitch to them each person is going to be a different type of pitch. So then we even spell out what the pitch looks like for each of those press contacts. Wow. I think that's more pages than a closing document. <laughs> well, at home, but I'm not, pretty not, sure. Not yeah. a lease agreement. Yeah, not a lease agreement. You got to sign Definitely way more not. for a lease. <laughs> yeah, marketing is a lot more work than people realize. We don't just design pretty pictures and post them. There's a lot of data. And uh, what kind of, I think, helped my business um, you know, blow up so fast is I'm an engineer. Um, and so I come from a background of data and I know how to get the data. I know how to analyze the data and then put the data to work. Um, and then working in touring, um, with musicians, then, you know, I also got, you know, I learned how to handle difficult people, Mm -hmm. um, and how to talk to them in a way that makes them understand that you're here for them and you're trying to help them spend their money, um, correctly you'll be doing great with that and uh yeah. with your real estate license now you get, exactly oh so God. it's all strategy baby it's all strategy <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the, but i don't want to talk too much about me because we're here yeah 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 you know for wounded warriors and and they they kind of brought me in to help they they needed to make a bolder statement mm-hmm. and so um they brought me in and, and i kind of told them what we could do and at first um they didn't want to do it <laughs> Um, and then they changed their mind. So um, we've got a, a pretty powerful impact video that will be coming out um, soon, and I'm 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 pretty excited to see what kind of changes that will come from that. Yeah. So in a condensed version of the 75 page packet that you got, what's what's some more goals over the next um, year or so with Wounded Warriors? Oh gosh, um, we still need to sit down and strategize that. <laughs> See, th- this is why she's uh, got anxiety and she's yeah. up late nights because you I, haven't I sat down and I, strategized. I, I, I thought the question was going to go to her. So I was like, oh man, that's going to be a long, her next year. Gosh. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's a lot going on. But I think for them, it is mainly uh, just figuring out how to get the message out in the right way, um, especially in a red state, um, on how these veterans, it's not, poli- it's not political. This is, we're here to house veterans and we're here to take care of the veterans. Um, and it's about the veterans. Yeah. At the end of the day, you like she said, we're we're definitely a red county. Um, but let's let's take note to who lives in this county, right? We got three great politicians in this county, right? Rick Scott, mm-hmm. Byron Daniels, and then um, her name escapes me. She's up at the state. I think she's a state representative or a house representative. She this is this is her district as well. But look, we're in your backyard. We're here, and and I don't see them speaking on it. Yep. Well, I think some of it too is some people they don't they just don't know um, the statistics and what's what's happening. So, you know, this part of what, why they're, we're putting this video out is to let people know that this is happening um, and this is reality and these are the statistics. I mean, and once you get the message out there and you get it out there far and wide, then I think a lot more is going to start opening up for them. Good. Now, with their two big events coming um, this year, what what ideas do you have for that? Well, that's they handle most of that in house, but I'm I'm sure um, we might bring some fun stuff to the table too to yeah. kind of help with that. But we haven't strategized at all on that yet. I'm um, sure it's in the back of your mind rolling around. <laughs> There's if, always stuff rolling if, around back there. <laughs> if I know you, you've already got it kind of figured out. 
You're I've already gonna... mapped it out. I've already planned it. Yep. I've already printed it. Yeah, it's ready to go. That's what pacing at two in the morning does. <laughs> she, wrote, it. she wrote my whole MC speech for the night. I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And we're, and we're looking forward to doing some fundraisers outside of there, too, um, that they do every year. Um, to get kind of, you know, get it out more in the public, also make it a, a little bit more um, community based, um, you know, within our local establishments here as well. So I'm working on some stuff. Well, definitely let us know how, how Doors Open Connect can help for sure. For sure. For sure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, Diego, uh, just again, where, where can folks reach out to you? So they reach us out on our website. It's www.collier.org. Our telephone number's there as well. I would rattle it off, but I promise you I have way too many numbers in my head to get that one correct. <laughs> um, we also have our IG is Vets Count. So it's at Vets Count. Our Instagram, right? That's the IG. The Facebook is Wounded Warriors of Collier County. And I think that's that's pretty much those are our handles right there. Yeah, get out there, folks, and uh, donate. And uh, any way you can show some support, please reach out to Diego. Um, and Kimmy, where can folks reach out to you, um, whether they want to do a consultation or find you on social? Sure. Yeah. So my Instagram is Salt and Light Media Group with the and spelled out. Um, but if you want to find us on Facebook, the and is a plus sign, Salt and Light Media Group. Um, and you can reach me at Kim at Salt and Light Media Group dot com. Well, thank you guys both very much for stopping by and taking, I mean, it's Monday. I know um, you're both slammed. So thank you for stopping by and, and sitting down with us. We greatly appreciate it. And hopefully we get a chance to do it again more. Hopefully we come up with some ideas here and some Definitely. people will shoot out, shoot out some, uh, some more information or, or if they have any way that they can help out, they'll reach out to us. So you guys can always follow us too at uh, doors open connect. Uh, that's on our IG that's doors open connect. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you find any value, you have any feedback, we greatly appreciate any of your support, your likes, and your shares. Um, let's get the word out here, folks, and uh, let's help these these uh, veterans who've, who've uh, supported and helped us uh, keep the country free for us. All right. Well, that's a wrap, and thank you again so much. And until next time, we'll keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. I'm Deshaun Robinson, and this is Rick Haas, and we are signing out. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We greatly appreciate all of your support. Please continue to support us as long as you find value in this podcast by following us, liking, and sharing. You can find us on social media at Doors Open Connect on IG and Doors Open Connect LLC on Facebook. If you'd like to leave a comment or have any feedback, we greatly appreciate that at Doors Open Connect at gmail.com. Also, you can send us a request there if you'd like to be a guest on our show or if you have somebody in mind that you would like us to interview we'd greatly appreciate that also please keep in mind the opinions statements and views of our guests on our show are not necessarily the same views as our host and doors open connect